Welcome back to DQP Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where I try to make sure none of these guys have a fake orgasm on the show. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I swear this never happens. <sighs> and it failed. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. Uh. Fantastic. That's, that's just going to be the whole show. Uh, we also have Dave. An unlistable show. Yeah, <laughs> unlistenable. Uh, we also have a special guest for this episode. We have Clayton. Oh, God, yes. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, he just fits right in. <laughs> fits right in. Uh, thanks for coming. Oh, anytime. Anytime. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Never mind, I take it back. This is going to be a very listenable show. <laughs> uh... This week we are starting a, a a new month with February. That's how months work. Yeah, yeah. Uh and and we're doing we're doing another special month. Uh we're doing a bunch of um romantic movies that maybe are sad. Uh and we have a name for this 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 month. We do. We it's, do. It's called uh uh Heavy Sad Boy February. Do you mean Heavy Sad Boy February? Heavy Sad Boy February. Heavy Sad Boy February. So sad. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god. It's not gonna get any better, Clayton. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and, and uh, the, our first movie that we're doing for this is When Harry Met Sally from 1989, rated R, hour and 35 minutes. Uh, that's actually, like, pretty short. I really yeah. just don't know why it's rated R. They say fuck a couple times. <laughs> yeah. The swears. <laughs> uh, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you were, but... Yep. It landed just as flatly as it usually does. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Do I have to go through this whole movie? Uh, a yeah, lot happens, honestly. Two, what? what? 12 years and three months of happenings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Harry meets Sally. Yep. Uh, in 1977. No shit. Yeah. No shit, right? Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in 1977, and they both just graduated from uh, college in Chicago, right? Yes. Um, and they're sharing a ride, bef- well before Uber came out, uh, to New York, and so they have to, you know pass the time somehow they don't know each other uh she's friends with harry's girlfriend um who neither of them can remember her name later uh <laughs> that's pretty great but uh uh so they have uh, a very long conversation on the 18 hour drive from chicago to new york um where they learn a lot about each other mostly how they hate each other uh <laughs> It's pretty great. And then uh they they get to New York and uh it's basically like, well, I'm glad to let you out of my car not to have met you. Uh bye. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> uh and then it fast forwards 5 years and uh 
Harry runs into Sally again at the airport, but this time Sally is in a relationship uh, with a guy that Harry knows. And they talk for a minute, and then they end up on the same plane, of course. And then they have another wonderful conversation where they find out that they don't like each other still. Uh, <laughs> Very true. <laughs> it's a lot. It's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, Harry annoys Sally again for a whole trip. Uh, and then they get off the plane, and he continues to try to talk to her. And um, so she just wants nothing to do with him. And that's fair. That's basically the end of it. He stops walking on on the uh, conveyor, and she continues walking, and they part ways again. Uh, so then we fast forward another five years, and uh, uh, oh, I I forgot to mention that Harry said that he was getting married. Uh, at this point in in the second five year yeah. thing, yeah, uh, when they're on in on the airplane. Um, which she's surprised by that because of how he was the last time they met. Uh, so then we fast forward five years again and, uh, Sally is friends with Carrie Fisher for some reason. Um, why wouldn't you be friends with Carrie I Fisher? I mean, that's though? true. Valid. That's it's very true. fair. Um, I mean, unless you're her boyfriend's wife uh awesome. you probably wouldn't be friends <laughs> that, with her. Valid. <laughs> that, that she like dates that guy for like two years in this movie oh i feel like it's more than that yeah i think it, it's longer i don't think it is well mm-hmm. i mean i don't we don't know how how far back from that five-year stint it was but that's, that's, that's 10 years already yeah we only got like two and a half years left in the movie so she she dates him for quite a while uh and we're introduced to Harry's friend Jess um who's like his confidant and uh Carrie is like uh Sally's confidant um and they meet again and they this time they become friends and they become really good friends they talk about everything everything they're going through uh, Harry's going through a divorce from the woman that he told her that he was marrying before. Uh, the guy that Sally was dating, she recently split with. Um, so you're like, oh, it's like a, it's like a rom-com. They're going to get together right now, but they don't. They become friends. And then they continue to like have these trials and tribulations of other relationships that they're trying to have. Right. Um, and... Uh, it, it basically just keeps going and eventually they do like hook up, but it's just like a hookup and it doesn't work <laughs> because neither of them know how to have a relationship with someone that they have this connection with that they've grown over this friendship. And it basically like fucks everything up. And in the process of trying to figure out the rest of their relationship shit, they've gotten Carrie Fisher and Jess together and they end up getting married. And then like shit continues to hit the fan at the wedding. Uh, 
and then it kind of fast forwards a little bit more and goes through the holidays. Yeah. And then it there, gets to there was some romantic physical abuse at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She slaps <laughs> she slaps him at the yep. wedding. Uh and we continue on until New Year's and this whole time Harry has been trying to talk to Sally and she just won't listen. She won't answer the phone. She won't call him back. And he's feeling like giving up. So he does. He does. He doesn't go to the party. He's like, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm out. She goes to the party. She's like trying to talk to other guys. And just like, she's just like, all these people are fucking stupid. And I don't want to talk to them. Uh, and, uh, so then Harry, like, He's like, oh, I'm sitting at home. This is great. I'm, you know, watching Dick Clark because Dick Clark was forever. Uh, and then still is. Yeah. I mean, he's not, but his name <laughs> is on it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so then he's like, ah, this is terrible. I have to go for a walk. I need some fresh air. Oh, this fresh air. It's awesome. This is fantastic. Everything's great. And he's like trying to tell himself that everything is okay, but it's not. Uh and he ends up finding himself being like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to go to the party and I'm going to find her and I'm going to tell her that I love her. And so he go, he, he gets there as she's leaving and he tells her and she's like, what did you, what did you expect to happen telling me that? Like, that's, that's not going to fix anything. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, this is going to like not turn out. <laughs> <laughs> For like a second, like, oh, man. Oh, fuck. Did, did, did you guys really think that when you first saw this movie? I mean, not really. That's what I thought. <laughs> but like, like, if you're just like in the moment of the movie, you're just like, ah, oh, shit, that sucks. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then like he says some more like more poignant stuff. That isn't just, you know, the try I love you that and like there is the like, you know, I try to fix things by saying I love you or whatever. Right. So that's kind of what she was getting at. Like, yeah, you're not just yeah. going to like bandaid this by saying that. Yeah. Um, but he says some more like real shit and yeah. and then it it clicks and they some end actually up, sweet things. They end up getting together and they marry three months later. <laughs> Uh, twelve years in the making. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it was, it was a long relationship, but not in the term of most relationships. Yeah, they were like doing boyfriend girlfriend shit and weren't boyfriend girlfriends. So. Didn't even well know. for like the year. Yeah, basically the, like a year yeah, before. Like a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean that's basically the movie. Billy There's... Crystal never found Curly's gold. No. <laughs> that was a not in 1989. <laughs> he did not. Wasn't that a 90s movie? I think so. Yeah, it was like 93 or something. He had less hair. He did have less hair. That fucked with me. Like in the beginning, the yeah, very beginning like, of the movie, the haircut that he has at did the beginning you buy of the movie. That he was a college student. No, no, <laughs> not, not, at all. not at all. She was 28 and he was 40. I mean, they have to play a range, but it was just like, ooh. I didn't yeah. realize he was okay. 40. <laughs> yeah, he was 40 when they filmed it. Yeah. Crazy. Holy shit. But yeah, so like, I don't know. I really liked this movie. I did too. Uh, I think it's an interesting like relationship that they go through. Um, There's definitely been people 
not like a romantic relationship, but like a relationship that kind of starts that way where you meet somebody and you're just like, what the fuck? Fuck you. And and yeah. then eventually you like figure yeah. out their, you figure them out, right? And they yeah. figure you out and like you become friends. Yeah. But yeah. And sometimes they get married. Yeah. And sometimes they get married. <laughs> sometimes they get married. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate dream. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I really liked this movie. Watching it now was really weird because uh, I mean that that was my situation. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like twelve years, and we didn't like hate hate each other, but we were kind of like like didn't get along super well. Yeah, uh, when we were like just friends and stuff for a long time. And uh, so it was interesting watching it now. Um, and I hadn't seen this since I was like young. Right. Like, it's my first time, time seeing it. Yeah. That, that's super interesting. To yeah. Me. I think I was like 14, 15, probably the last time I watched this movie. Oh, wow. I don't re- yeah. I didn't remember a lot of it, but I know I've watched it. Yeah, well, I've seen the whole movie once, and then I've seen the one scene like 75 times. Well, everybody <laughs> but, in the yeah. world has seen that scene. <laughs> I only first saw this movie during the pandemic, really? which was shocking because I love Nora Ephron, I love Meg Ryan, I love rom-coms, and I had just never seen it because I couldn't see him as a romantic lead, and I was just like, that's weird. Yeah, it is <laughs> weird. I finally saw it, and I was like, god damn it, I wish I'd watched this years ago. Right. It It is weird, like, thinking about, but then, like, I mean, it works in this movie. It does. Uh, the only part that doesn't really work is that that haircut and b- believing that he's graduating from college <laughs> at a reasonable age. He's not like I went back when I was thirty, and you know now I'm hitting on this girl that just graduated that came here from high school. You know, yeah, because <laughs> he definitely does. He looks quite a bit older. Yes, he does. So. But yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I uh, so when we started talking about doing heavy sad boy February, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know how I'm gonna do with this. <laughs> Actually, asked Russell how many vacation days I have accrued, <laughs> and he didn't tell me. Uh, so the answer is none. We don't do none. vacations here, Dave. No yeah. vacations. No, I'm just you gonna, also just don't gonna... work enough hours to be full time. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> you, but you podcasters get vacations? <laughs> no. We no. Don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we do work full time. We still don't get vacation. Uh, but yeah, I was. I watched this this weekend. I'm like, you know what? This is pretty good. Yeah. This week's not going to be. This month's going to be so bad after all. Oh, uh, well, this is like the softball. This is like oh, the. Don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, this, have you seen. The other movies? I have not seen any of these movies. Oh, oh wow. shit. Well, I have seen your schedule, and you are in for it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm terrified now. Uh, this one... Is this the only one that ends happily? Yes. Yeah. Holy sort shit, of. really? Argu- well, well, one of them arguably does. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of depends on your version of happy ending. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. We'll see. Fun. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, fuck. But I will tell you the rest of the movies are really they're really good. Like they're good movies. They're just not exactly happy. Yeah. They're a little heavy. They're real heavy. Yeah. 
but in a, in a really good way. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's not yeah. always a bad thing. Like you're not going to go to sleep depressed afterwards. It's not like you're watching a French film, you know? <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair. Fair. Like so I'll be optimistic about it. I'm looking forward to it, to getting sad with you dudes. Yeah. And they're, they're all going to be movies that you're probably, yeah, I mean, in the long run, be glad that you watched. A hundred percent. Sweet. Yeah. See, I'm also growing. I don't just watch gory movies and explosions. Yeah. Now I watch sad stuff. But you might want a palate cleanser of gore and explosions <laughs> after these. I'll, I'll have a bad B movie like, like yeah, prepped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's, now. it's sitting in the VCR <laughs> waiting for you to push it in. You just like change the channel, push it in. And okay. Toxic Avenger, go. <laughs> I'm just like waiting to get time to watch Wild Things right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wild Things. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Like some of the stuff that's made it into like just the the general lexicon of like relationship stuff, yeah, and that that was in this movie, and it feels like it was if it wasn't introduced in this movie, it was introduced to a lot of people in this movie, yes, uh, like the men and women can't be friends thing because you know, like there was a lot of stuff where like one person would say it, and the other person would be like, "What that's not real, like what are you talking about, yeah, you know, kind of like it's not common knowledge or it's not commonly accepted so like the men and women can't be friends thing uh the women like uh faking orgasms thing um there was like another one but there were like several like relationship things that were like brought up where it was yeah, like, like that's not that's yeah. not how that works but it was like kind of it it became the way that people thought it worked and maybe it isn't how people think it is anymore but like like it went through yeah, the like general almost, yeah like basically like a sort of social conditioning yeah yeah even still it's timeless i mean yeah no i'm not i'm not trying to like say that it's dating the movie i just think it was interesting that those were brought up as like new ideas in this movie right yeah you know? so so also the reverse of that because what i thought was in what i thought was happening in the first half of the movie was mm. i was like holy shit he's just going to like neg her the entire movie into oh. a relationship at the end cuz i i couldn't really remember how it ended or like yeah. how the movie went and then there's like a nice turnabout in the middle where he kind of like uh, he basically apologizes right. to her for being that way right and i was like back in on the movie because i was like because the first half i was like man he's kind of like a shithead yeah <laughs> right. i thought that too i'm like this billy crystal kind of sucks yeah yeah and then he you get that really nice moment between him and her where he where she like calls him out on it and he apologizes he's like yeah, yeah he's, you know i was kind of what's the statute of limitations yeah, on, on apologies, apologies? Yeah. Yeah. 10 years <laughs> i can just which i mean that's nice to know yeah it is to keep in mind you, you got 10 years <laughs> and then you can apologize and you know as long as it's genuine i'm sorry shane what did you do to me 10 years ago he's sorry for that each other don't, don't worry about it don't worry about it obviously nothing <laughs> obviously nothing it's apologizing for that quiz on the last show mm. i would never apologize for that quiz <laughs> yeah i don't know why you would we both lost it was fun yeah um <laughs> I think there's, I don't know, there's there's a lot of, like, just kind of sweet moments, when especially when they're just friends, that's, like, interesting, and then and then there's, like, some moments where you're like, ah, 
you guys just need to fucking look in the same direction at the same time. That's which is like a rom com trope, right? Yeah, but it's done well in this movie, and I think possibly like kind of came from this movie until the end. The only scene that really bothers me in the entire movie is when he walks into the party at the end. Okay. And he's like, he doesn't, like you, when you walk in somewhere, you scan in front of you or you scan left to right. Uh-huh. And he walks in and just like looks left for a while. Like, he's not looking forward at all. He's just yeah. looking left. And then he like makes the eye contact and you have like the scene. And I was like, he would have seen her like right when he walked in, but. I'm I mean, sorry, maybe. the blocking upset you <laughs> in this classic film. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's supposed to be blind. <laughs> <laughs> Ten points. Ten points away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I feel like there's a lot of like tropes that came from this movie for like every 90s rom-com. Yeah, I would agree like, to that. Yeah. I we just let's just remake when Harry met Sally. Because like I, uh, what's yeah, the fucking I mean, one? Larry David did it for like eight seasons. So, <laughs> um, wow, it's a two, it's an hour and a half long Seinfeld episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Without Jerry, fuck, Seinfeld. what is that movie? Yeah. So it's better. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of what the movie I'm thinking of is, but it's like in New York. They hate each other when they first meet. The Warriors. Are you talking about You've Got Mail? No, not You've Got Mail. It's uh Who's the male lead? I can't remember anything about the movie. Never mind. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> You'll remember it tonight. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'll wake up like, it- God damn it, it was this. <laughs> it almost worked. It almost worked. It almost, almost worked. just like said uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. It was some random rom-com that uh, my mom or my sister had on VHS that we would watch sometimes. Ah, oh, I miss VHS. Yeah. I have like 400 in my basement. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm a weird VHS do you still, guy. Do you still have a player? I do. I do. I, I also do, but I do not have 400. Yeah. Sometimes if Dave has the movie on VHS, that's how he'll watch it. It's true. Yeah. I wanted to do that for my last movie on my podcast, but I don't have a remote for my VHS player. And I was like, man, it's going to suck taking notes. So I watched it digitally, mm. but I was sad about it. It's fun to watch it on VHS. It is. Especially, I mean, some movies. Yeah, some. They, not, yes. not all. Not, not all work well. Yeah, if like the tracking is fucked up. Yeah. I had a couple that I put in, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like the the <laughs> sound is bad. I'm like, "Fuck!" Oh, you have you? Do you have some that where like it warbles and shit? Yeah. yeah. The the tapes like actually deteriorating. Yeah, yeah. It's what made them special. It's true. It's very true. Also, hard to watch hard boiled when they're like the volumes going on and off. Oh, that was yeah. my issue. Did you ever buy? This is so random, but did you ever buy a movie and then like it was the wrong tape? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, not like not like used, like new. Oh, oh new. no, never. No, not new. No. So that happened to me uh, when I was a kid. Uh, do you guys remember Warriors of Virtue? 
No. Wait, was that the... It was like a kangaroo. The kangaroos, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Kung Fu kangaroos. (laughs) Yeah. So my dad was buying that for me and my sister. And, like, I was there with him when he bought it. And we got it at Target. And it was sealed, still in, like, the shrink wrap. And it was in one of the, like, the Disney plastic cases, right? Okay. Clamshell. Clamshell. Um, so buy it, go home. We're like, oh, let's, we, we want to watch it. We want to watch it. So we open it and like, I don't remember if I opened it and I didn't look at the tape and put it in, but we didn't look at the tape and we put it in and start playing it. And it was last man standing with, uh, with Bruce Willis and, uh, I think Christopher Walken's in that movie. Oh, it sounds like you got to win. Well, I mean, we were like <laughs> children, and that's like re- it's like kind of a hard R movie. Sounds like you got to win. <laughs> I, I was like, so sheltered; I would have loved to have accidentally oh, yeah. got a hard R rated movie. <laughs> right? My dad was like, what "The fuck." He was like, oh, I kind of wanted to watch wor- this. <laughs> I didn't want to see this. And I was like, "Man, I was watching Veggie Tales, but." I have really? Several, veggie Tales? I have several Veggie Tales on uh, VHS. Yes. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it's okay. I, I've grown from it. <laughs> that's good. He still watches Veggie Tales. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I, I don't. I I wanted I wanted to one time uh, for reasons, but I ended up not doing it because I thought it would be really terrifying and just awful. So. Ah. <laughs> yeah. But I remember them fondly. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters, really. Um, I'm trying. I don't know. I have a hard time talking about movies that I liked. I it fucks with me, man. We all do. Like I'm so much better at like talking shit about a movie. Or Moon Knight. Or I mean, it's yeah. Fuck that. Stop bringing up Dave. <laughs> Can't help it. Uh, <laughs> Clayton, what did uh, you think about this movie? Oh, I was thought you were about to ask me what I thought of Moon Knight, and I was like, oh no, they hated it, and I kind of didn't. Oh, oh, get the fuck oh no. Out of here. no. Don't get him started. Uh, no, I, you're welcome to your the, opinion. I am not a comic person, so I didn't know who the character was, so I had no. Uh, connection to the material otherwise it might have made me very upset but on its own in a vacuum i was entertained i like yeah. stuff in egypt i thought it was fun yeah uh but uh, yeah i i i enjoyed it i'm not gonna like jump on you and tell you why you're wrong it's fine you're good <laughs> i wow. understand that i'm probably Gross. very wrong no but, you know i just no, I, I don't know the source material. No, I mean, there so, are people that know the source material that loved it, um, and I don't understand. I didn't, but, I didn't think anybody that knew the source material liked it. I, I mean, they say they know the source material. I don't know that they actually have read anything, but that we're not, we're not going to keep talking about Moon Knight. <laughs> I'm going to have a fucking panic attack. <laughs> uh, let's talk about When Harry Met Sally. I love When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> let's That's talk good. about it. <laughs> um... I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts on it? Like I feel like it's a super influential movie on like everything in that genre that came after. I I would actually go against that a tiny bit. It's a, it's a little bit subversive because uh in a lot of the classic rom-coms, which again this came a little bit before what we would consider 
classic rom-com era yeah when it was in its heyday um there's nothing really keeping them apart there's not uh somebody did something horrible to one of them and they hate each other and sure it's just they're literally being kept apart because they're fucking neurotic right and uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think that's why it still stands out and it's special because none of the other ones are like that and you're right i think it's fun because i'm a little neurotic so i quite enjoy seeing these characters on screen for an hour and a half yeah i mean i would agree with that as far as like there wasn't really a like a a specific almost tangible thing keeping them apart but I don't, I don't know if that's, like, the stuff that came after. I don't know if people added that because they didn't want to have to write neurotic characters in this way again. Yes. I mean, there's only one Nora Ephron. Right. Yeah, May so, she like, rest in peace. I mean, they probably could have tried, but not they, I mean, done people it. Did. People did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, I agree with that. Like that, there is that. That's a pretty big difference because usually it's like, you know, the ship's passing in the night kind of thing. Like, there's a ton of those movies where they meet one time and then they they have to split up for whatever reason. Like he's got to go to work or mm. she has to leave or whatever, and then they like keep trying to find each other and they can't. That that movie has happened a million times until but, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> a lot easier to find people. Yeah, and then that was literally a part of Craigslist, so you could figure it out. Um <laughs> good old Craigslist. <laughs> I mean that was like the the like proto version of of actually using the internet to find people. Now it's way easier, but um <laughs> but almost too easy. Yeah, it it is too easy. Um but like I don't know. It's it that it, that's an interesting point too cuz like I thinking about like every rom-com I've ever watched there's almost like a tangible thing keeping them apart. Right? Like you said like somebody did something and they can't like one person doesn't want to forgive the other person or like like I said there the ship's passing thing or uh there's a person that is stopping them from being together or whatever, right? Exactly. But it is very much a classic rom-com. Do you like rom-coms? Just in I, general? I mean, like, I don't go out of my way to watch them, but I, there are definitely quite a few of them that I have enjoyed. I think I enjoy this, like, style of them better than some of the other style. Like, the more, like... Intelligent rom-coms? Yeah, where, <laughs> like, the, the characters are actual characters... And, like, the dialogue is witty and stuff like that versus, like, some of the other ones are just kind of uh, plastic factory made bullshit. You know? I still find those comforting, but. Uh, I, I, those <laughs> I, make I me don't sick. watch a lot of comedies, <laughs> but I really like romantic comedies. I like the really good ones, and the bad ones are just kind of comforting in a weird way. Okay. And I normally am watching Oscar bait or horror films. So I, that, I yeah. feel like it's just the. And, antithesis of that right um but i just really like him and this is one of the best if not i mean if not the best yeah i i don't know there it's not my favorite my favorite is while you were sleeping on the record um okay i don't know uh how you guys feel about that one but yeah when harry met sally is just great it is uh 
Meg Ryan was immediately a star, launched right. Nora yes. Ephron's career. It was the middle of Rob Reiner's amazing streak of like Stand yeah. By Me and Misery. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, there are a couple other ones. I mean, he just right in a row, banger after banger. Right. Uh, a Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Got Carrie Fisher. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You can't go wrong with Carrie Fisher. That makes any project just that much better. Agreed. Yeah, I think we all agree on that. Um, fuck, I'm burnt out. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, I mean you—that's you, you've got a lot of good points in that. Uh, as far as like why this movie worked, right? Because basically everyone was kind of either at the top of their game or like starting their game. Yeah. Or it would become known for being the best at doing what they're doing. Right. So it's, it's kind of like a perfect storm, not the movie, the saying, no, (laughs) (laughs) uh, of writers and directors and producers and, uh, everyone coming together and like, it's like that perfect moment, which I mean, the, there's not a ton of those. Mm-mm. And you can always tell. Yeah. Um, it just makes it a little uh, special, even if you don't like the type of movie or anything, you can recognize it. And I think it has that. Yeah. Is there anything that I'm Russell talked about the blocking in the, the last scene. Was there any like critiques that anybody had? About this movie, like something that you really didn't like, not that I can think of. Like, like I said, being my first time watching this movie, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Right, it was cool. It it was weird seeing Billy Crystal in like a romantic role. Yeah, I don't know. When I was growing up, it was like the only thing I knew about Billy Crystal was City Slickers and that he did the Oscars every year. Right, and Princess Bride, huh? And yeah. Princess Bride. Yeah. Well, I did. I mean, when I watched Princess Bride when I was a kid, I didn't know that was Billy Crystal. That's the, <laughs> that's the only thing I knew him from. Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, City Slickers. I watched uh, my friend Andre. Is that what it's called? I don't think that's what's called. It's something similar to that. I, I, I'm thinking of Dinner with Andre, but hold on. Is that the one with the seal? No, uh, it's with that, it's with the super tall dude that had a heart condition. My friend Andre? No. Is that what it's called? Man, I don't remember. I know what you're talking about. Though. Yeah, yeah I, I, know, I, I also know what you're talking two about. Two seconds. Came out in the 90s. My Giant. Right. <laughs> it's yep. not any of those words that you use. <laughs> Andre, the, Andre giant. the Giant. That's where I, 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 got, yeah, I know how you got there. So, Billy Crystal's in a movie with uh, his name was George Merson. And he's super tall. Like, he was so tall, like, he had disabilities because of it. Yeah. yeah and was it giantism? Yeah. So, the movie's called My Giant, and it's him and Billy Crystal. And the movie's rated PG. So I was allowed to watch it, uh, but I feel you. There. I, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you and I had similar upbringings. I also watched a lot of Veggie Tales, um, but I rewatched that movie 
I don't know, probably a hundred times. And it's like sad, but sweet. Yeah. But that was my, uh, I think that was also my first Billy Crystal movie aside from the princess bride, which Mm. also has Andre the giant and Billy Crystal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so that was, and then I watched city slickers and then I watched when Harry met Sally one day on TV. Um, but that was my, like how you got, how I got, how I knew Billy Crystal. My only critique, only one, is just that it stretches incredulity a little bit that Billy Crystal is uh, graduating college. That is it. But yeah. it's a movie. They're actors. They're playing a big uh, range of ages right? where people's looks do change a lot. So I will forgive that in a movie because that performance is amazing. But that's the only only knock I'd make. I appreciate the change in like hairstyles and everything over oh, yeah. time. Yes. Because yeah. they were like, Okay, you're gonna look like this in the seventies, you're gonna look like this in the early eighties, and you're gonna look like this in the late eighties. And it was like it gave a great frame of reference for the time mm. the times that the movie is supposed to be happening in. Although he did not look like he was in his early twenties. <laughs> not uh, even a little and, bit. And that hair that he had in, in the first like twenty minutes was ridiculous. Um, and not in like a funny way. It was just like, <laughs> we're going to like do a weird comb over to the front. Cause you like already have this receding hairline already. He was 40. Like mine's <laughs> worse than that. And I'm not 40. Um, but you know, it was just, it was funny. Uh, and not in the way that it intended. I don't think, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, like like you said, they're actors. They're playing a great range of ages. So like it, it's okay. It's just like kind of jarring, especially at the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah. yeah. So, and they didn't have stuff like de aging. In I'm kind of glad that's a, it. It always just looks creepy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you two? Do you uh, like rom coms in general? Not really, but I really haven't watched a ton to be honest. I stick with a lot of like horror and action stuff, but I'm trying to branch out mainly because of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Having a podcast will do that. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer just uh, the romance movies over rom coms. Um, I don't super like rom coms. There are a few. Uh, one of my favorites is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, it's so good. That one is fucking hilarious. My co-host doesn't like Kate Hudson, and so he has never seen it, and I keep telling him, it is so good, you need to watch it, and uh, he refuses. I love Kate Hudson. I think I have it on the schedule, or am going to have it on the schedule, just because... uh, (laughs) And you just, like, sneak it in there. Be like, Fuck you, you're watching it. (laughs) Oh, I don't even have to sneak it. I mean, we each get to pick one every week, so... (laughs) It is what it is. If I pick it, he'll have to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that's one of my favorites, uh, but there's not like, not a whole lot comes to mind. Uh, I would prefer to watch like actual romance movies like, uh, PS, but not like, not, a like, I love PS. I love you, but I don't care for, I don't remember her name, uh, who wrote the notebook something. Uh, oh, uh, 
uh, I feel like his an name, idiot. Um, Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like any of his movies. <laughs> not even uh, ironically. <laughs> no, not even. I don't like movies ironically. That's. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I don't. No, <laughs> I don't even. Not even ironically. Um, I've not seen. I've seen. I think like three, and I didn't like any of them. Because it does, I mean, the like, big ones are really just the Notebook and an, a Walk to Remember, probably. Yeah, I don't like um, a Walk to Remember. Maybe I thought, Message like, in a Bottle. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Message in a Bottle is Kevin Costner, right? Yeah, and Robin yeah. Wright, I think. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Uh, I thought Dear John was also him. It is. I was just like yeah. the big ones. Oh, he's, okay. he, he's had a, a lot, okay. a lot of books, yeah. a lot of adaptations. <laughs> I don't like Dear John either. Uh, I, um, I don't care for Dear John. I like, I like the thoughtful like the thoughtful romance movies that have like some creativity to them and isn't just a rehash of a love story that's already been told a hundred times. Would you consider this among them? Oh yeah. 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 This movie was awesome. I don't think I've actually said that yet. Yeah. Uh, that's why I was asking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, this movie is like what you were saying earlier this is probably i think the best romantic comedy um at least that i've seen and i don't think i've seen uh if you have not seen why you were sleeping i recommend you get on it immediately i don't think Um, i don't think i've seen that well i will get you my voodoo info after recording and uh, during your 16 (laughs) hours of free time a week uh (laughs) <laughs> take an hour and an hour and 40 of it to watch that it's worth yeah. it um but as far as the movie goes like anything egregious like there, there isn't really anything egregious about the movie like there the editing is uh, fucking seamless and perfect um the the acting no like no one was stale no one was no one like phoned it in like even the side characters all the side characters did a good job i mean it's like the cheesy late 80s acting but it's still like really good some of it yeah i think they all feel like real people yeah yeah i think all the main and like supporting characters feel like real people like some of the like extras and stuff feel like caricatures yeah but yeah. The uh, uh, interesting fact that Nathan told me, which I might be stepping on Dave's trivia corner. Wow. Um, <laughs> Watch my but, corner. Uh, so the so when she's the moaning scene that I didn't know this before Nathan told me earlier today, uh, the moaning scene in the restaurant when it goes to the older woman who says I'll have what she's having mm-hmm. is Billy Crystal's mom. <laughs> I, I didn't see that in the corner. Neat. Oh, it's. Uh, uh, I thought it was Rob Reiner's mom, but uh, yes, it's somebody involved's oh, mother. It, who we'll have says to look it up because I, I, yeah, it's someone's mom. I actually, I didn't even put that in notes when I was. I was like, that's just such a common thing. Somebody else is going to mention it. Like everybody knows that. And uh, upon reflection, I do not remember which one's mother it is. <laughs> <laughs> but also on that scene, that was Meg Ryan's idea to uh, fake it in a restaurant. They were originally just going to be talking about it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Thank you, Meg Ryan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so another another scene that I thought was really good that doesn't that I haven't seen get talked about nearly as much as the scene in the restaurant is when 
So the night after they have sex and they wake up the next morning and he's like not in the bed, but she's still in the bed and she's like stretching out and she just has like the biggest fucking smile on her face Mm -hmm. and it just seems so genuine and real. I was like, did they actually have sex? And then I was like, there's no way Billy Crystal's like that good at sex, right? <laughs> but they, she has had lots of good sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With <who>? um, <laughs> Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon. It's all in the name. You don't have good sex with a guy named Sheldon. <laughs> I, I feel like that's partially true. Like, it would just kind of kill, kill it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that was, I, I felt like that was another like scene to pinpoint to just like, it just like, and it's so weird and such a small scene, but like, it's such an impactful scene to show like kind of where she's at after it happens. Cause yeah. like the whole movie is leading up to that. Like the whole movie is leading up to the climax. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Like sex. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> We are so, grown-ups. Yeah. <laughs> are we? So, like, the whole movie is kind of eventually leading up to them going to have sex. Like, you know, like, in the beginning, like, they're like, we're not going to have sex. I'm not having sex with you. Well, I wouldn't have sex with you even though you're attractive. Like, da-da-da, whatever. You find me attractive? <laughs> yeah. You can't take that back. <laughs> so then, so that scene happens, and, like, her acting in that one small shot like just shows you everything you need to know about where her character is at without her saying a word. Yeah. And him like the night before, same with him, like after they're laying there and he's super awkward, like it's a very it's a very real and very weird like it's 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 weird because of how real that whole scene is. And he even ta- like the 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 previously in the movie he's talked about uh you know, well how long's as soon, as soon as you have sex, you want to get up. Yeah. How long do you have to cuddle? Or is it 30 seconds? Is yeah. it all night? And and she says, well, all night, of course. So then when they do have sex, he does stay all night. Yeah. Like, he does spend the entire night there. Yeah. And then he leaves as soon as it's morning. Yeah. yeah. And she's still upset about it. Yep. I think the best <laughs> scene in the movie, obviously, is their phone call conversation, though. Uh, that with is their a really cool scene. Right after that. Yeah, that is amazing. Oh yeah, which which phone call? Where they where they both call? Uh, like oh, he leaves. Call yes. Carrie he Fisher and her husband, and their yes. dad. Yeah, she calls Carrie. Yeah, that's a great scene. That scene happens in like season three of Seinfeld too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cut in on your trivia. If you do, you have any trivia about that scene? Uh, he, not that I know of. He has a we we like okay. go to a specific part of the show for him to do trivia. Yeah. Oh. Well, since that wasn't in it, I'll throw in. That took them sixty-one takes to nail that scene. Jesus, they Holy had shit. three sets built on the same stage, and so they were all like there and filmed, and it was just a one-take thing. So they were like on the fifty-fourth take or something. They finally got like putting down the phones in unison, or not in unison, but one right after another. Yeah. And then the very last line, the guy flubbed it. So they had to keep doing it. Oh, God. <laughs> but it was very intricate. And yeah. uh, I'm glad they took the time because it is a joy to behold. Yeah. yeah it's a fantastic yeah. scene. It is a really great scene. 
I was wondering about I was wondering that about the previous split screen phone call scene uh, where they call each other and are watching Casablanca. I have no information on that, so I cannot. I imagine it was done the same way, right? Because I mean, probably I feel it like would they make would... it easier for the actors. You would think, yeah, just like same stage, just a different room, you know. Um. There's a lot more coverage in that scene though, because they cut back and forth to the to the movie, so they might have been able to do that in multiple takes. How do you feel about the end of Casablanca? Should Ingrid Bergman have stayed with him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a good question that we should answer. Uh, I also think she should have stayed with the bartender. <laughs> yeah, bar owner. Yeah. Bar owner. <laughs> yeah, Dave. I just said it. Yeah, the bar owner. Okay, I thought you were just correcting Russell. Not no, no. He was. He was, he was doing. I actually have seen Casablanca. See, look at me. Wow. Good job, Dave. Shit. Clayton, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I uh, just because of a girl. She should have, I think, but I think it makes her a better ending for her to leave. Oh well, yeah, it makes yeah. a better ending for a <laughs> sure. movie for her to leave in real life. In real she life, she would have stayed with him. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want to go down to the trivia corner? I'm down if you are. All right. I don't, I don't think I have anything else really. Yeah. Like, the it's one of those movies I didn't expect to be as good as it is. So I don't. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot. I so. I will add one thing. What did you guys think of the little vignettes in between time jumps? Hmm. I liked that. Uh. After, like, the first or second one. Like, the first one, I was like, okay. And then they started getting weird and different and funnier. And I was like, these are great. But, like, the first and first and maybe second one, I was like, okay. This is just, like, it's an interesting framing thing. But then, like, when they started being interesting of in and of themselves, I was like, okay, these are awesome. I kind of felt the same way you did, actually. The first two, I'm like, I don't know, this is kind of weird. And then I'm like, all right, never mind, I'm into this, I like this. Yeah. Russell. Yeah, I mean, I thought it, I thought it was a great way to kind of tie everything together. I also, I was thinking about this earlier, it's very deep. Um, thought it was great because the ending one, of course, is, is them. them, you know, telling their story, just, you know, we weren't friends. And then we were friends and yeah. then we got married. You know, it's just summed up in those few sentences. Yeah. yeah. And this whole entire movie is like their story. And yeah. so like each one of those people telling their little thing, like they have a story too. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. Um, I like them. And those were also real stories from people he collected and just had actors tell them for the movie. So that's cool. Those what even the weird ones. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was yep. a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like some of that stuff. Like I know people that you know that were like that. You know, I didn't know anybody that had like the arranged marriage thing, but like yeah. that's a story. That's like a story I've heard. I mean, you know, but like <laughs> we're in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're still like sort of arranged marriages, but not quite like that. But like the, you know, the one was con. The I think one of them confused me because the way the guy tells the story, he like 
has had like four wives. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but his first divorce and his last marriage was to the same woman uh-huh. who's sitting next to him. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> I thought that's what he was saying, but because she's like, yeah, you know, we got married 20 years after the first time. And I was like, wait, she, you know, sometimes weird. you just have to like, you know, you're not good for each other at one stage in your life. And then, yeah, maybe you are you know? a later one. Yeah. Never yeah. Know. yeah. Okay. Dave's trivia corner. Dave's trivia corner. Okay, so we'll go to the corner. Yeah, let's do it. Join me for join me in the corner, Clayton. If you if you make me, well, that sounds weird. <laughs> I don't make anyone go to the corner. That's why I did it. Let's go to the corner. You don't don't make it weird. <laughs> there, there's only a job. little bit of pee on the floor in the corner. <laughs> it doesn't right. smell weird. All right, here. I feel like I'm in Blair Witch. We're here. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, welcome to Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say... Aw, neat. Boom, perfect. Did you do that because of the quiz? What? Wow, he doesn't remember. No, I did it because it was like a romantic movie. Oh. Yeah, I already forgot. Oh, because it was initially... It was, ah, neat. Oh, ah. I said aw. Instead of ooh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you know, consistency, whatever. All right, you guys ready for some trivia? Yeah, let's do it. From Always. hot, hot trivia. Uh, the segments of married couples telling the story. We just talked about this. Uh, telling the stories <laughs> of how they met are real stories the director Rob Reiner collected for the film. Uh, they then hired actors to relay the stories. Your toes hurt yet? All the time. <laughs> Just used to it oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, you're, you're good. Fine. You're, you're good. fine. You can cut out my story earlier. <laughs> we, no, no, we do this to him all the time. Yeah. I'll randomly right say now. something. He'll be like, well, there goes my trivia. <laughs> Rearrange it yeah. in post. It'll sound like you came up with it first, and I just commented on it. Uh, the orgasm scene was filmed uh, at Cat's Deli, an actual restaurant on New York's East Houston Street. Uh, the table which the scene was filmed now has a plaque on it that reads, When Harry Met Sally, Hope You Have What She Had. <laughs> I do wish we knew what that dish was. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. I love that. Isn't she just like assembling her own sandwich? Oh, I'm Basically, sure whatever yeah. it was, it was very intricate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With something on the side. Uh, in the museum scene, Billy Crystal ad libbed. This could be fun to do. But I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. <laughs> Not very good. But uh, uh, Meg Ryan laughed and looked to her right where director Rob Reiner silently prompted her to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Just go. And then? Uh, according to Ryder, Nora Ephron, the infamous I'll have what she's having line was actually suggested by Billy Crystal. Hmm. Which makes sense. Genius. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> genius at work. Uh, the concept of Sally being a picky eater was based on the film's screenwriter, uh, Nora Ephron. Uh, years after the movie came out, when Ephron was on a plane and ordered something very precise, the stewardess looked at her and said, asked, have you ever seen When Harry Met Sally? <laughs> Karma. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Estelle Reiner is the woman that famously gushed i'll have what she's having in when harry met sally oh i was right 
mother that, Shane. of the director. I didn't say shit. Oh, take I that, said, Russell. Yeah, take yeah. that, Nathan. <laughs> oh, give me wrong information. <laughs> but I didn't double check before I said it on an audio medium. In a November 2nd, 2004 interview with NPR, writer Nora Ephron credited uh, Meg Ryan not only with the idea of faking an orgasm in the infamous restaurant scene, but also with the idea of setting it in a restaurant in the first place. Oh, damn. Oh. Isn't that neat? That is neat. Damn right. <laughs> uh, the film is based on director Rob Reiner's experiences post-divorce and as a single man. Coincidentally, Reiner met his current wife during the making of this film. Aw, sweet. Isn't that sweet? That is sweet. Yeah. Uh, that made me smile. <laughs> People Good. listening, I have a big smile on my face right now. It's true. It's very true. I can confirm. Uh, all right, let's do a couple more. Um... Uh, Nor Efron supplied the structure of the film with much of the dialogue based on the real-life friendship between Rob Reiner and Billy Crystal. Uh, for example, in the scene where Sally and Harry appear on a split screen talking on the telephone while watching their respective television sets, uh, channel surfing was something that Crystal and Reiner did every night. That's... Oh, sweet. Oh, neat. <laughs> I changed it to sweet waiver. Yeah, oh. he did. <laughs> this bad. film was very collaborative. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do two more. Uh, before deciding on the title when Harry met Sally, screenwriter Nor Efron produced Andrew. Uh, producer, producer Andrew uh, Scheiman. Slyman. Uh -huh. Sorry. <laughs> and director Rob Reiner considered Just Friends, uh, Playing Melancholy Baby, uh, Boy Meets Girl, Blue Moon, Words of Love, It Had to Be You, Harry, This is Sally, and How They Met. Hmm. I think the final title is the best. Yeah. I think they're all kind of awful. When Harry and Met Sally probably sounded awful, but I mean, it's iconic now. Right. Yeah. There is a It Had to Be You, right? I think there's oh. gotta be. Uh, I don't I don't know. Oh, speaking I, of I titles, feel like there should be. That, that movie I was trying to think of was One Fine Day. Oh, I have not seen that, but I'm aware of it. Oh, okay. I've heard of that. I got one more. You guys ready? Always. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks turned down the role of Harry as he thought the film was too lightweight. Michael Keaton was also considered. Has Tom Hanks seen any of his own movies? Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> Did Tom Hanks read the script? <laughs> Probably not. He's like, nah, I'm doing that. Billy Crystal's what character is so depressed. Yeah. <laughs> so depressed. <laughs> they joke about suicide. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, Tom Hanks is like uh, Nick Cage doesn't read the script. He's like, yeah, I'll do that one. <laughs> it Had to Be You is a 2000 rom-com. Two strangers meet and sparks fly during the weekend that they are planning their respect respective weddings. I'd watch it if I was really bored. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, the top build star is Natasha Henstridge. I do enjoy her. 
She is not the greatest actress on the planet, but I do like her. Yeah. When she appears in something. Right. Like also, on Tom Hanks. Oh, Species, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also on Tom Hanks, he apparently did not find himself too good for Nora Ephron's later two films, Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. <laughs> right. It's true, yeah. <laughs> Realized what he missed out on. Yeah. It's like, right. well, shit. Took uh, the next one that was offered to him. <laughs> uh, well, this has been Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's <laughs> Trivia Corner! Oh, sweet. All right. You guys ready to rate this? Oh, I'd rate it. I'd rate it too. I can rate it. Yeah. Fuck, but I'm surprised we're not rating it by now. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Words okay. are hard. Words are hard. Syllables are hard. I guess. Uh, I am going to give this... I'm going to give it a nine, I think. I think... Uh, it is probably one of the best romantic comedies there is. Uh, and it's also like got a ton of great dialogue in it. Um, the speech at the end is fucking great. Like, I don't know. There's just a ton of great stuff in this movie. And there really wasn't like we we're we're talking about like how bad Billy Crystal's hair is in the beginning to try and find something to talk shit about in this movie. So, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's pretty fucking picky. I was upset about where he was looking. Yeah, and, and, and I, there, there was a... Uh, oh, it was um, uh, Trey Xavier. We were, we were talking about Trey Xavier. I was watching one of his competitions. Has nothing to do with movies, but it was an interesting thing that he said when he was critiquing someone's song was like, you know, this thing is kind of a nitpick, but, like, when you're talking about, like, somebody giving you criticism, if they have to go really deep into, like, stuff that would be considered nitpicky, then yeah. that means, like, what you have is pretty fucking good. Yeah. So don't take it personally. This will just make you even better, right? Yeah. So... If the fact that we had to go that far to find something that we didn't like about it means Proves, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a nine, Russell. Um, so what I haven't mentioned about the movie that I, I guess I was saving for the rating because I usually do is like I don't know that the movie could have been paced better because of the framing of the movie. But the framing of the movie made the pacing weird. But I think that was going to be a byproduct of how the movie was written regardless. So I'm glad you said what you just said a minute ago, Shane. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that the pacing is bad. The pacing is just awkward. But I don't know how you pace a movie that takes place over 12 fucking years. I was right. going to say, is, uh, is weird a bad thing, though? I don't see, and I don't know that weird is a bad thing either. Like, it yeah. would take me watching this movie, like, probably a couple more times to determine whether or not I thought the pacing was, could have been better or the pacing was fine. Yeah. But there's been a couple movies that we've watched where they were purposefully paced oddly. And yeah. And we were like, that was one of the things that was cool about this movie. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that's, this might be one of those. Yeah. situations maybe I, I feel like there there probably wasn't 
there isn't going like I can watch this movie probably a hundred times. There's probably not a better way to pace this movie. Like it because like the the beginning is one of the longest scenes until you get more toward the end where they start to fall in love and like sleep with each other and you know the year that they're like friends and stuff. Yeah. So like you have the beginning. And that's what makes it awkward, and that's out of traditional storytelling, which is why it feels awkward. Because, like, you're... It is just... It's just awkward, but I don't know that it's bad. Because, like, the first act is really, like, two really long scenes. Yeah, and then the the second act is a bunch of shorter scenes. Yeah. And then the the third act feels like one long it's not one long scene cuz there's lots of transitions and different things going on but it still like feel it feels uh congealed enough that it feels like one long scene yeah which is cool and i think that that's what but i also think that's what i think it's awkward because you don't see it done like that a lot right so i think it probably took a lot of creative like endeavoring to put the movie together the way they put the movie together mm mm-hmm. mhm so whether that be a bad thing or a good thing, I don't know, but it is a thing <laughs> with the movie. Yeah, but it doesn't detract or add to my rating. Um, so I do think that this is my favorite rom com, uh, at least in the last like several years that I've watched rom coms. Like I can't think of a better one that I've ever seen. Um, and so, I mean, I mean, ultimately, I'm going to give it a 9.5. But I'm not really sure why it's not perfect at this present time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I put a lot of weight into, like, things that I like. So that's why I got a 9 instead of, like, a 9.5 or something, you know? Yeah, it's, like, it's I not like, like it a lot, but it's not my kind of thing. It's not in my... Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse, yeah. Yeah. But... It's still like, I mean, fuck, like it. It's good. Can I yeah. interject really quick? Yeah. <laughs> you should judge a movie on what its intent is. And if it does that well, it shouldn't matter if it was for you or not. Oh, but I'm the audience. It totally matters if it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no, there are different I, types I of I get ratings. what you're saying. And and typically, typically it's like the my my rating is more based on like my enjoyment of it. So like I'm not gonna go watch it again. I watched it for this. I wouldn't like go out of my way to watch it if like my wife was like Hey, I kind of want to watch a romantic comedy. Now I know which one to try to get her to watch that I will enjoy. Uh, She probably hasn't seen it. (laughs) No, she's seen like seven movies her whole life. Uh, (laughs) Six of which you made her watch. Yeah. The other Uh, one was Mean Girls. I I was like, I made her watch a movie once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was super happy you made her watch it. Twice, actually. I made made her watch Midsummer, and I made her watch Psycho. Oh, yeah, you did have a real nice. psycho. Mm-hmm. Nice. Better watch Midsommar. So then I was watching Midsommar and I texted her and told her I was watching Midsommar. And she's like, oh, I watched that with Clayton like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, holy shit, did you like it? And she's like, I mean, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how did you not like it? This is like, this movie is amazing. It's so good. It is. It's so good. But, but yeah, so it's, it's more like, uh, like my level of enjoyment, not necessarily like a full-on critique of the movie, I guess. All right, gotcha. You know what I mean? 
but it, the full-on critique of the movie is included in there because like i said i wouldn't necessarily go like watch it again like just for no reason but it is really good and i would definitely recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it yeah dave I think I'm gonna give it a nine as well. Okay, as like being my first time watching it, I was very, very surprised. Yeah, because it didn't have explosions or guts or aliens <laughs> that want your guts. Oh. None of that stuff. There were explosions. <laughs> I mean, there was explosions. You're right. You're right. Just different kind. Yeah, they were inside. Yeah. <laughs> Or were they? We don't know. We don't know. We didn't see. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. I really enjoyed it. I, I liked the, the characters felt real. They felt yeah. like characters. They had like their weird, you know, quirks and everything. Yeah. I liked it. Okay. Surprised. I'm looking forward to liking the other movies, too. I think you'll at least like the next, next one. But we'll see. <laughs> Fair. All right. I don't think you'll hate any of them. Probably not. I think you're just going to be like, dude, what the fuck? Why did we watch this? (laughs) Clayton. So, uh, When Harry Met Sally is obviously a a classic. No Mm. one can dispute that. Right. Huge cultural impact. I think it is edited very well. Acted extremely well. Made a complete star of Meg Ryan. And uh, shot off Nora Ephron's career, who would continue to bless us until her death. And uh, the dialogue is just great. The people feel real. I have nothing negative I can say about this film. Mm. Nothing. I think it sets out to do exactly what it sets out to do. I am I am the audience for that. Yeah. <laughs> I've sure. seen a lot of yeah. rom-coms, good and bad. And uh, I wish I had seen this earlier in life. And I would... There's nothing I can take off of this movie. And I greatly enjoy it. So I would, I would give it a 10. Is it Schindler's List? No, it's not trying to be Schindler's List, but in its own way, I think it's a 10, and I'm comfortable with saying that. I'll be a contrarian. Well, we aren't going to judge you for yeah, giving it a 10. Not at all. <laughs> it did make like almost $100 million back back in the day, so... Jesus. I feel like I'm not the only person who really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't have to argue with Judge Us, man. I, <laughs> I gave Robocop a 10, man. I... <laughs> <laughs> I would never argue with that. <laughs> All right. I argued with it. <laughs> he did. And he was wrong. If you feel that in your heart, you know, it's a 10 to you. Yeah. 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 It's great. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we talked about when Harry met Sally. Uh, with Next week, we are doing... Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Oh, on a spotless mind. On a spotless. On a spotless mind. Of a spotless mind. Of a spotless mind. Yeah. Is it of eternal spot? Eternal sunshine mind. of the spotless mind. I can talk. It was right the first time. Uh, while we continue, uh, heavy sad boy February. Heavy sad boy February. Heavy sad boy February. Heavy sad boy February. So sad. So sad. I, I had like words for that, but I forgot what they were. <laughs> um, we had a special guest this week. We had Clayton. Clayton, yep. you have your own show. I do. I do have my own show. You want to plug it? Uh, of course. I will always plug my show. Yeah, uh, let's do especially it. if invited. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my podcast is Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. It is a 
queer movie podcast. My host and I just pick a different movie that we personally like every single week and uh, talk about it with a bunch of really cool people. And uh, last week, our episode was on Valentine. And after this, it will be Sleepless at Seattle. So more Nora Ephron for me in my future. There you go. Nice. <laughs> uh, and it's pretty fun. You should check it out. Um, men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. If you want to find it on Twitter, Triple M Pod with three M's. If you want to look at me, I'm much more interesting. Um, <laughs> not really. I'm quite boring. But if you want to find me, it's uh, just happy to see you. Number two, letter C, letter U on Twitter. All right. Awesome. And your podcast can be found everywhere. Everywhere. There we everywhere. Go. Check it out. All right. We can also be found everywhere uh, on all of the social medias by searching Drafty Quarters Productions. You can also find us on Patreon by searching the same thing. And this month, on Valentine's Day, you will actually get new Patreon content at the dollar tier. Also, a romantic movie. Yeah. Being talked about by not me and Russell. Or yeah. Dave. Yeah. yeah. Or Clayton. Clayton's also not on the episode. Uh, Rude. <laughs> uh, it's being talked talked about by a couple of our friends. Your friends, not mine. They ain't my fucking friends. Uh, Davula and Count Dougula. In what is the name of the show? Love Eternal. Love Eternal. <sighs> uh, I don't. I. I don't know what to say about that. It's going to be on Patreon. Listen to it if you want to. It's going to be real weird, guys. Um, Davila sucks. <laughs> Stop I being mean, mad at him. It's a dollar. What else in this world can you get for a dollar? Not a collect That's call true. anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. If I were Dave, I would be mad at Davula too, because like every time Davula shows up, Dave's like passed out in the bathroom. Yeah, I end up in the pass out in the bathroom. Well, right. you need to quit passing out in the bathroom. I feel like Davula is the one that's doing it. Yeah, he's making happening? Dave pass out in the bathroom. Yeah, he's got that weird powers. Yeah, he's a vampire. I, Spooky. I don't know. I just don't believe Davula would do that. Uh, I would, because it happens to me all the fucking time. Anyway. Only in October, usually. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful time. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend the day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely, and it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible.
This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.